It's sometimes tempting at this point in a retreat. The body is maybe a little fatigued. Maybe not, but could be. Maybe the mind is like a restless horse a little bit. Pulling, pulling. And so we can relax more. Give the restless horse a little bit of leeway but not in discipline. Still body upright in posture of royal ease, but relaxing the resistance that could be there, not always. I find it helpful this time of day if I feel little resistance, which I sometimes do, to recall that I do this for others. And so I put my mind somewhere in the world where others might need support. Sometimes I put it here in this room. I think, oh, they've been working all day, practicing all day. It's the least I can do. And that gives me enough energy to sit one more time. When we talk about the Mahamudra Chu, the lineage of Machiklabdran, which was the only lineage created by male or female that traveled from Tibet back to the motherland of India. So when we talk about that, we use the word du, which I've been using today, demon, or Sarah Harding says devil. And in Machik Namshe, Machik's complete explanation, she talks about four demons. And you need to remind yourself that the demon is not something external to your own mind. But a demon is anything that impedes your awakening. And these are very closely related to fear. So the first devil, there are just four, first class of demon is the tangible demon. So if you see something and you say, oh, so beautiful, you have planted a little seed of suffering. If you see something and you say, hmm, not so nice. Doesn't look so good. That opinion costs you something. It isn't in one way, it's not like it's an issue of morality to say something is beautiful, and in fact, there can be joy and great pleasure. But you have one time trained the mind in dividing that which is beautiful, that which is not. So it is true also for the sense of hearing, that which is pleasant to hear, that which is not, for touch, that which is nice to feel, and that which is not, and so forth.
So one has to choose and be conscious in your own mind, your own body, how you want to relate to all of that. Sometimes you say, for the benefit of another, that's beautiful. Thank you, those flowers, that cloth that you made, it's beautiful. But it's more when the ego is invested. You order a couch cushion and you don't like it. It's not beautiful, it doesn't match. It's more like that. The demon here is the demon of dualistic grasping, if we need to translate it. And Machik says this creates the condition for harming sentient beings and because the, becomes the causes of bondage to cyclic existence. It's called a demon, these are Machik's words, because one is caught in good and bad objects that don't really exist. So maybe this is an important piece. The Tibetans sometimes say we are enchanted or bewildered by something. So if you think this is beautiful and this is not, you might say it as a matter of skillful means, but do you believe there are such a thing as beautiful and such a thing as this and this? The second class of demons are the intangible demons. These are not objects that appear to be outside of us, but these are our thoughts and opinions, concepts. When we say this thought, this opinion is terrorizing or this opinion is pleasurable, then we've made that same mistake. This shows up a lot in life here in the West relationship related to pleasure and power. So it might be a problem. You might say, this thing is so great. It's so pleasurable. But the question from a practice perspective is, does it lead you toward liberation or toward suffering? And it's so easy to confuse the causes of happiness and the causes of suffering. If you are suffering and you are continuing to do picking and choosing, having opinions about something, and it's making you suffer and you know and you continue to do it, then you're complaining about the suffering while you love the causes. The third demon is the demon of exaltation. This one maybe you can appreciate since you're on retreat. It's attachment to your preferred mind state or experience on retreat. If you have an experience which you feel very attached to, nothing wrong with the experience itself, it's the attachment. And there's not a better way to prevent having a second similar experience 
than by hoping for it, waiting for it, watching it. Oh, I had that vast sense of space and freedom. I can't wait. I'll probably have that next session too. Maybe, maybe not. There's also a kind of not just pleasure, but a kind of excitement that can come from the body and mind states in practice. Nothing inherently wrong or good about any of them. You know, if I would go to my teacher sometimes and say, I had this mind state, it's so sad, I'm so distressed, and he would say, nothing wrong with that. Anything can happen in the mind. Then I would have a mind state and I would say, oh, that was such a great practice, a great session, a great retreat. And he would say, nothing so good about that. The demon of inflation is the fourth and last demon. And Machik says, this is the mother of all demons. I thought that was me. <laughs> the mother of all demons. It is the arrogance and the distorted projections that arise from believing in and reifying a sense of self. We all have this demon, big one or small one or a bucket of them. This is the self that bullies because it is fearful. Bullies oneself, bullies other people around you, bullies other nations, bullies because it has the confusion of believing in the existence of other. This is our basic ignorance of the nature of self and reality. These again are Machik's words. This is the demon that makes us constantly uneasy and ready to fight. So this is a fierce one. This is the one that hard bakes opinions and that must always take sides. This is the one that dominates. Now, these words are mind, colonizes and discriminates all because it always hears wisdom in the background saying, psst, psst, you're not actually real. You're not actually real. This is the fear that even in good times is always there as an undercurrent. It is the trauma that arose when you took birth in the human realm. This is a demon we should get to know and befriend. When the guests of experience come knocking at the door of your awareness, Rumi says, even if they're a crowd of sorrows, let them in. Everyone has something to teach you. Everyone is the play of the guru's mind for the benefit of your practice. They all come from the space of oneness.